You're listening to the Good Girls Get Rich podcast, episode 209. Welcome to the Good Girls Get Rich podcast with your host, Karen Yankovich. This is where we embrace how good you are, girl. Stop being the best kept secret in town. Learn how to use simple LinkedIn and social media strategies and make the big bucks. Hello there, I'm your host, Karen Yankovich, and this is episode 209 of the Good Girls Get Rich podcast. And this episode is brought to you by She's Linked Up, where we teach women simple relationship, heart-based LinkedIn marketing, a system, a simple system that gets you on the phone consistently with the kinds of people that can change your life, change your business, change your bank balance forever. Our goal is to create more wealthy women of influence. And we're doing that by using LinkedIn, which is digital marketing, but with the human touch, because this is really human to human marketing. So if you've listened before, if you love what you hear today, you know we love to hear from you. Please be sure that you subscribe to this show wherever you're listening so you don't miss an episode. I would be so grateful if you left us a review. Tell me what you love about this show so that we can do more of that in upcoming episodes. And of course, you know that I'd love for you to share this episode on social media. Take a quick screenshot. Use the hashtag Good Girls Get Rich. Tag me. I'm at Karen Yankovich. Tag Abby, who's our guest today. You'll see all of her information in the show notes. And then we can share your post with our audiences and we all get more visibility that way. This is simple, organic visibility, no ads, right? To get in front of bigger and bigger audiences. So in the show notes, you'll also see a link for SpeakPipe. Leave me a message. Leave me an audio message. Tell me if you have a guest you think I should interview or a topic you'd love for me to talk about, or just tell me what's going on in your life. You know, let's just chat. So karenyankovich.com slash 209 gets you to the blog, gets you to all of the information, all the links we talk about on the show today. And that's where you'll see the link for SpeakPipe so that we can communicate verbally, right? Human to human. That's what we, that's what we promote around here. Okay. I cannot wait for you to meet our guest today. Abby and I met at a conference a couple, God, it's not even a year ago. I feel like I've known her forever, but not even a year ago. And I just so love her energy. I love the work that she does. I love the way she supports the people that she works with that I knew I had to bring her to you. So without any further comments, here's Abby. We have Abby Herman here with us today, and Abby Herman is the founder and CEO of The Content Experiment. It's a full-service podcast management and content marketing agency for online service-based businesses. As a content strategist and consultant, Abby helps business owners let go of the day-to-day frustration around publishing a podcast so her clients can get back to doing what they love in their business. Abby is the voice behind The Content Experiment podcast, where she features guests and solo episodes to talk about the business growth and mindset content strategy and visibility for podcasters. And these are all things I'm hoping we're going to talk about on this show today. Abby, so great to have you here. Thanks for doing this for us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. I'm excited to have you. Well, you know, you're so right. Like so many people, like podcasting is, is an interesting, like just thing to begin with. Right. Like I, my podcast, this is probably going to be around episode 207 or 208 or something like that. So I've been doing it for a while. I've definitely missed episodes. I'm certainly not going to say I didn't miss an episode and it's really served my business in so many ways. And it is a whole lot more work than blogging ever was. So when you talk about like, let go of the day-to-day frustrations around publishing a podcast. There is a lot. And I'm not saying this, I don't want to discourage people from having podcasts because it's well worth it. But I don't think, I think I way underestimated this. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I agree. Although I do think that there were things about blogging that took a lot more time than, you know, podcasting. So I think there's definitely a difference and, and it really depends on where your passions lie and where your strengths are. A lot of people say, I am not a writer. I can't sit down and write a blog. And so they, yes, you know, turn yes. to podcasting or YouTube instead. Yeah. And I think too, from a, you know, at this point in time, like it's the middle of 2022 at this point in time, if I'm interested in learning more about somebody, I look for their podcast. And if they don't have a podcast, I'm like, they don't have a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Like I am more surprised people that don't have podcasts than those that do. And I don't really think I get the same sense of who they are from their blogs that I get from their podcast. Yeah. Cause you can hear their voice on their podcast. Yep. So much more of your personality comes out. And I mean, like, let's be real. I, I listen to podcasts constantly while I'm walking my dogs, when I'm driving in my car, when I'm, I have a, a co-working space outside of my home, when I'm walking into that, I'm listening, you know, so I used to listen when I was at the gym. Now I go to a gym that plays music so loud that I can't actually <laughs> listen. I have to listen to the coach, but I would, I would listen when I was working out too. And you can't do that when you're blogging, you can't read right. a blog when you're driving, you can't read a blog when you're walking your dog. So it's just so much easier to consume than any other form of content out there. It really is. And I love that you said you get to know more about the whoever's created the podcast than you can from a blog because you get to feel their energy, their heart. Mm -hmm. You know, I am from New Jersey. I It's a constant struggle to slow the heck down when <laughs> I talk. Um, and it just, just is who I am, right? I don't apologize for it anymore. I do make an effort to slow down, but it is what it is. Sometimes I don't. And if that's not okay with you, then that's the better we know that now yeah. than after you've invested in some services I'm doing. Right. Yes. Like, so <laughs> I feel like, and by the way, I've also got people have called me like from California that I'm like, Oh my gosh, I moved to California from New York. I need East coast energy in my business, you know? So, so it, it works both ways. Sometimes people, you know, it attracts people as well as repels people, which is exactly what business owners want. I think. Absolutely. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what made you start the agency? Right. What made you, how long have you been doing it? So I've been doing podcast management since early 2020 and I have been in business since 2007. So it's been kind of a transition over the years. And I started doing the podcast management because I had a couple of clients who I, I take that back. I started in early 2019. I had a, a couple of clients who had podcasts and I decided to learn more about podcasting. So I took, I took a podcast course so that I could learn more about it and just kind of fell in love with it. I started my own podcast in September of 2019. So I'm coming up on, well, depending on when this goes live, we're right around yeah. the three-year anniversary. And yeah, I just it just made sense because clients were trying to do all of the behind the scenes work themselves and they were struggling with how to launch it how to you know get all of the things done because there's a lot of back end work that goes into a podcast also as you know very well <laughs> and so i you know it felt like a natural fit um i was doing a lot of blogging for clients and email marketing for clients and it just felt like a natural transition to move from the blog to the podcast and and I kind of, you know, uh, went that direction with clients as, as they moved in that direction. So, and then, yeah. and then that's just kind of grown from there. 
I, that's awesome. You know, when I started my podcast, I was thinking like, okay, well, I have this, you know, pretty big email list. I have this pretty big social media audience. I'm going to have like so many downloads. I'm going to have like, oh, it's going to be awesome. Like, and then podcast explode, podcasting exploded, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of competition for those ears. So I guess, I guess the, where I'm going with this is it's really important to me for the energy that I put out to my podcast that I'm doing what I can to get it in front of the right people. I've, I've already made a decision that I'm not worrying about the n- number of downloads because to, I definitely get calls every week from people that say, and I listen to your podcast, right? So mm-hmm. as long as that keeps happening, I don't really care as much about the download numbers maybe it would happen more often. Like would it double if double the download numbers were there? Maybe it would. So, so I still have that in the back of my head, but I'm saying this because I think a lot of people start podcasts and then it's a little discouraging sometimes if only like 500 people listen to it, or even 25 people listen to it. But if one of those 25 people call you, then that podcast is doing its job. Right? So that's why I love what you're doing because it can be, especially some of the people that start podcasts, if they're solopreneurs or have a really small team, it's a, you know, it's a process. It's a process. And they it have is to a wait. Is, there, is it, is the ROI there, right? Yeah. It, numbers it, aren't where you think they're going to be. Absolutely. And it's also a long game, just like any other kind of marketing that you do. Yeah. It's a long game. It's so much more difficult now to get, to organically gain new audience members what and and it doesn't matter for it it doesn't not necessarily just podcast for your blog for your social yep. media for your YouTube channel because there's so much more noise out there you know it, it's really difficult to get found so it's really easy to get discouraged but you, it has it's a long game you have to keep doing it you have to keep being consistent and you need to find ways to you know stand out from from other people in your industry how are you different um, how are you solving people's problems? And, you know, of course, quality goes into it. Nobody wants to listen to a podcast where they're static in the background, or you hear somebody's banging on their microphone <laughs> or something, you know, <laughs> like sound quality is huge when it comes to podcasting also so that you can not only get people to your podcast, but retain them and, and you know, make them be faithful su- subscribers to your podcast. So as part of the work that you do in your agency, do you help your clients get more visibility to their podcasts and grow their, you know, I mean, I'm going to say grow their download numbers, but it really, it's not more as much about that as getting more and more people to know about the podcast. Is that part of the service that you offer? So we do the production, the after, you know, the production after the recording. So we do the show notes and we do the social media promotion and things like that. So in that sense, yes. And then also along with the production, I do monthly calls with all of our clients and we talk about ways that they can elevate their podcast. So it's the show notes, the, you know, consistency, the social media promotion, all of, and the emails and all that's all we create that that's all great. And then there are other things that the host needs to do. And anyone, this isn't just for podcasters, but that anyone needs to do to get more visible and to put themselves out there more. So for a few select clients, we do this for them, but we don't typically do it for them, but it's all around getting in front of new people. So if you are, so I'm a podcaster, 
I'm here on your podcast, which is a great visibility tool for myself because, and it's great for my podcast because you've mentioned, you know, you mentioned the name of my podcast at the beginning. We'll link to it in the show notes. We will do all the things. So if people who are listening, like what they're hearing from me, it's a natural transition for them to like, as they're listening to go to their podcast app and to find my podcast and to go subscribe or to go listen to the episode next after, after they're done listening to this, of course, but getting in, getting on other people's podcasts is such a great way for anybody to get visibility. So we help by like, you know, building out a pitch for them and kind of identifying some podcasts that they could be on. I'm always, you know, sending Slack messages or Voxer messages to people. Hey, this is a great episode. You should see about getting on this podcast. And I kind of, I personally think it sounds better. The pitches come better uh, from the actual person who would be doing the interview because I, I know you've agree. probably gotten a lot of pitches. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> They're not I completely great. agree. And that's a big part of what, you know, Abby is, in addition to loving her service and bringing her on here, Abby was in my She's Linked Up program to build, you know, learn more about and building her business on LinkedIn. And a big part of that is how do you get on, you know, how do you build relationships with other podcast hosts? Because I agree with you completely. If somebody, reaches out to me and says, oh my gosh, Karen, I loved, like maybe not even reached out. If somebody, I wake up in the morning and I see on LinkedIn, somebody tagged me and said, just listen to episode 184 of Good Girls Get Rich. And I loved this. Thanks at Karen Yankovich for providing this. That is a much faster path to being interviewed on my show than having somebody else send me pitches. And I get that that's a valuable service, but you know, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. It is It's all about relationships. Yeah. I have had a few podcasts that were kind of um, several years ago, they were on like my dream podcast list. And so I'm not going to pitch them. And one of the the hosts actively said repeatedly on social media and on her podcast that she doesn't accept pitches. So what did I do? I got onto Instagram and I got onto LinkedIn and I connected with them there. And I started talking, I started conversations with them. I found a point of connection, built a relationship and then they asked me to be on the podcast rather than the, well, I take that back. One of them asked me, the other one I ended up pitching, um, mm-hmm. but it was after I had built a relationship with her. So, right. Right. Yeah. And that's so much, it's so much more, first of all, it's more fun. You're getting to meet really cool people in a, yeah. in a real way. Like I can think of people that I've interviewed on the podcast that pitched me and we, we sometimes take pitches. We don't do a lot of guest episodes, but you know, I do every other one. So I do sometimes take pitches and I think of some of the people that I've met there and I feel like I don't even really know them even now, you know? Yeah. So I think it's a much better conversation and it's a much better show when I actually know the people I'm talking to instead of just interviewing somebody that I thought had a great story, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just my, my preference, but I, I love that you said that, you know, we have, um, and everybody that's listening to this, you've already heard this. If we're at this point in this conversation, I actually have a speak pipe link that is in my show notes. And that I talk about in the intro to these shows. And I say, if there's a guest you think I should interview, I'd love your, your recommendations. One time in the history of me doing this podcast, has somebody done that? Mm-hmm. I have gotten 7,000 pitches. You know what I mean? I much rather you say, I listen to your show. I think this person would be a great guest. Like to me, that's a much more human relationship oriented. Like you listen to my show and you think this person would be good. Yes. Right. So those of you listening to this now, if you know somebody right now, you know how to find it. You can go back to the show notes, but you know, it's, because I do want to, I don't want to just, I want to expand to people that I don't know in some ways, but I also want to do it in a way that feels 
good to me. So, mm-hmm. okay. So you've talked a little bit about how you've done that. Is that, do you do you, so when you're talking about like, you have some, a few select clients you do this for, is that what you do? Like, I just listened to this episode on this show and this might be a really great show for you. Yes. I, I put it on them to send the pitch. So I'll write the pitch for them. And I put it on them to send the pitch because again, it sounds so much better coming from right. the actual person who's going to do the interview and they may have a relationship with that person already, or they might have an in someplace else. And so I think that it's, I don't think that there's anything wrong with leveraging that for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about that for a second then. So, so now you're pitching yourself to get on other people's shows, because again, we're talking about this from a podcast perspective, but I love that you said you don't have to have a podcast for this to be valuable Mm -hmm. for you, right? If you're just looking for more visibility in general, but then what are some other tips you can share about how to be like, how to get the most out of that? You've got the interview now, right? So what now? So a couple of things. So one, you want to talk about your business. You want to talk about what it is that you do for clients. If you have a podcast, mention it. You know, while you're on the interview, before you're even on the interview, you should be listening to the podcast. You should be listening to a couple of episodes to see you know, and I don't care how well, you know, the, the host, listen to a couple of episodes. You can kind of see the flow. It'll help you be a little more comfortable, whether you're a pro at being a guest on podcasts or not, you know, make sure you listen to a few episodes, um, have something that you offer for free that you can give to the listeners of that podcast and mention it while you are talking, don't wait until the very end, you know, Mm -hmm. find a way to kind of drop it into the conversation so that people are thinking about it. And I totally missed my cue on this one. So I'm mad at myself right now (laughs) for missing my cue because I do have a guide for people who are podcast hosts. Um, I do have a free guide where that kind of goes through some of the key things that you can do as a podcast host to be a better or, you know, your most ideal podcast host. Um, and I'll talk about that later too, but, you know, find a way to, to hint about it or to drop it in a little bit. It's not sleazy. It's not salesy podcast hosts are expecting it. I mean, you know, when I have people on my podcast, I want, it goes both ways, right? It's great for me because I have this awesome person who's going to share their expertise with my audience. And it's great for them because they're getting in front of my audience also. So it's a two-way street, use it to your advantage. There is nothing sleazy about that or salesy or anything at all. So that's really important. That's like during the interview. Can I just jump in there and say, and I don't know if this is how you do it. One of the things I recommend people do for that is to actually have like buy a URL that's like Mm -hmm. abbysfreegift.com, you know? And because if you're like, and if you just go to my website, you'll find it there. Like, no, now they're going to find a million other things. They're going to get distracted. They may not get it. Right. Or go to karenyankovich.com slash this dash that minus this, like they're not going to do it. Right. So buy, and I did this, I was actually getting interviewed on a radio show, a serious radio show bunch of years ago. And before it, I was like, I need to buy a URL for my, you know, for my, for my lead magnet. And I did. And that's, and I've just used it ever since. So make it easy. Remember that the people on the other side, they're not, they're not on their computer. They're not going to be able to copy and paste anything. They've got to remember it. 
Yes. I remember, so you have been on my podcast and you did that on my podcast and I thought it was genius. Um, and I don't <laughs> remember the URL off the top of my head. I, I don't actually do that, but mm -hmm. I do use pretty links. So, yeah. and I use a pretty link that is specific to the podcast that I'm on. So my website is thecontentexperiment.com and then slash, and then I will use the pretty link rich for right. this podcast. If you go there, you'll get the guide that I talked about earlier. Boom. I got it in there. <laughs> Perfect. That was great. That was great. <laughs> but, um, so I use pretty links so then I can see how many people from good girls got rich podcast, you know, actually went and downloaded the thing that I have. So you can do that. That's, you know, that's and a you great idea. Yeah. Like, that's a, another great idea. Yeah. It's a really good way for me to determine, yeah. okay, what is Karen's audience? Are those people who I want to get in front of? Are they people who, you know, should I be connecting with her more on LinkedIn? Probably yes is the answer, um, you know, just in general, <laughs> because you've been so valuable to my business. But yeah, I mean, you know, what are you going, how are you going to determine whether that was time well spent of you being on the podcast? So that's, that's great. That's great. All right. So, so what else? What else? So after you've been on the podcast, this is huge. And anyone who is a podcaster will totally appreciate this. Promote your guest appearance. Yeah. <laughs> Put it out yeah. there to your audience. Talk about it on social media. Do, you know, Instagram stories about it, um, post it, send it in your weekly email that you're sending out, include a link in there. And of course, you know, the host should be sending that information to you, hopefully ahead of time. Sometimes it's the day of, and that's okay. And I get that we all get busy. Um, I get busy. I know I don't always promote my podcast experiences or my podcasting as much as I want to, I but I do try to get it out there as much as I can. And just because, you know, like, let's say this, this podcast is releases today, that doesn't mean I only can share it today. If right. the information that I'm talking about is still relevant to my business six months from now, I can reshare it six months from now. And when we do, uh, when I do a content strategy for clients, I look for places where they have talked about a specific topic. So if I have a client who has a podcast episode about boundaries and we're sharing social media, if they have talked about boundaries on somebody else's podcast, I try to pull that in and I'll reshare it. Even if it was three years ago, if it's the information right, still relevant, right. share it, you know, you make sure that the podcast is still, is still active, out there right, and still right, active. Right. Thank you. Yeah. But share your episodes. Well, <laughs> you know what? I do want to, I do have a comment on that, but just to touch base on the episode from three years ago, that's another big difference between podcasting and blogging. I get downloads to almost every single episode almost every single month. Yes. I'm staying almost now. I probably can say every single episode, every single month, but it's been a while since I checked. So I just want to be in integrity, but it's crazy to me that people are still listening to episode one and episode two of my show, you know? So, so that is another good reason to be podcasting, but talking about sharing what I where and I'm going to just make a, tell you what I think about this and tell me if, what, if you, you know, what your perspective on this is, you know, so many people, when they have podcasts, they want to have these big name guests. And I mm -hmm. get that. But I believe, like, it, like, let's just use Marie Forleo, for example. Marie Forleo has been on my show at least twice, maybe three times. I don't think she's ever shared it once. I don't think it's really done my show any good that I've ever, if Marie Forleo had me on her show, that's going to do me a lot of good, right? But me just having these big names on my show doesn't really, other than it's cool, 
right? It doesn't really serve my business as much. What serves my business is when I have Abby on my show and she's sharing it with her audience, right? Mm -hmm. That serves me more than the big names who are probably not going to share it. So what do you think about that? (laughs) So I think that these big names have, they have some draw, but they also have their own podcasts and their own YouTube channels, their own places where they're creating content. And so people who are drawn to the big names are more likely to go to the big name platforms instead. Right. So I agree completely. And, and I also think that like, let's open the doors for people who the doors do not automatically open for us because of who we are, you know, because of our names, like let's get some new voices out there because let's be real. Like, you know, you and I are, are, we have small businesses and we have teams, but not huge teams. And we're doing a lot of this stuff ourselves. We're doing a lot of the little minutiae, you know, details and things ourselves. So let's, you know, let's support one another a little bit. Yes. <laughs> Give each a other great, a leg up. <laughs> that's a great tip. And, it, but, and even better though, if they're sharing it and you're getting value out of it, I yeah. love when people reach out to me and say, Karen, somebody just reached out to me from your podcast. Like I can't wait for you to call me and tell me that Abby. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I love when people listen to my show and then go on to work with some of the guests or yes. I've done that. that's why I have you on these shows, right? Like I want them like, you know, I mean, listen, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of overlap to what I teach, to what a lot of my guests do. Right. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's the, if it's a fit, it's a fit. But I think that, you know, I think that it is, you know, it's what I want. And then they're going to yeah. be grateful for that. So that's how we, that's how we lift each other up. And that is the entire focus of this show is how yes. do we lift each other up? Right. I listened to a podcast and I'm not going to say the name of the podcast, but I listened to a podcast a few, maybe about a month or two ago, month and a half ago. And it was uh, two men who are big names in marketing. And I was so not upset, just frustrated. But by the time it was a quickie episode, which is the only reason I listened to it. And I went ahead and did a an, a an episode. I kind of moved some things around on my own podcast because I wanted to respond to this. Mm-hmm. When we listen to what big names tell us, because they have all these teams, because they have, you know, they have all these resources that we and money that we don't have. And then we we look at what they're telling us to do. It doesn't necessarily, it doesn't relate to us. And it's really difficult for us to take that information and to translate it into our own business or to say, oh, well, these people say that I need to do these Facebook ads, or these people say that I need to, you know, do this on social media. Well, we can't do that because we don't have the resources, we don't have the money, we don't have the time because we're doing the work. We're actually in there right. doing the work where they're not necessarily doing the work. Yes. So yes. I get, yeah, it's, it's, I get really frustrated about that. <laughs> I, I hear that, you know, it's, I have a, an interesting story. So I had an episode and I'll, we'll link it in the show notes. I interviewed Cammie Gildner a few, about a year ago, maybe, I don't know if you know her, but she, so Abby and I met at the, she podcast conference and they have a big Facebook group and it's a support group for women podcasters. I've also interviewed um, Jess and Elsie. So you can, we'll link all those episodes to the, to this episode, but in that Facebook group, Cammie made a comment that she interviewed a woman that is a pretty big name. And she wasn't comfortable with the interview and she didn't know if she was going to post it. And I don't know if it was like my spidey senses or if she said something, but I'm like, 
I messaged her. I private messaged her. I'm like, was it this person? And she's like, oh my God. Yes. I go, the same exact thing happened to me. Like I knew exactly who it was. I was able to derail it in the interview. She didn't matter. She didn't. I think she ended up not publishing it. And we did a whole podcast episode on this topic. Like she's got a big name. She's got a big audience. I was like, I can't believe she's saying this stuff. So it's interesting. And I don't think I, if, you know, I mean, the only reason, and she pitched me, you know, so anyway, it was interesting. And that's what, that's how I knew what Cammy said. She, like, she pitched me and I'm like, all right. And then, you know, she's like, I can't, I can't air this. And I was like, I know exactly who you're talking about, yeah. you know? So it is, that's why I like having, like, that's why I like knowing the people, but I, you know, I will say if somebody's pitching me, I will at least try to read their book or, you know, listen to their show or read their blogs or something. And, it, you know, I will look at the audience size. It doesn't matter. The audience size doesn't matter as much as the interaction on the audiences. And another tip for those of you that feel like you're still going to pitch. If I, if they pitch me, I will look at their social media to see if they share other people's podcasts. Yeah. If yeah, they don't share idea. other people's podcasts, I won't even, I won't accept the pitch. I mean, I hardly do anyway, but I won't accept the pitch. Like I will look for that. Like you want to be on my show. I don't even know who you are. If you're, sh if they're sharing it all over the place, I'll be like, hell yeah, let's interview. Right. Mm -hmm. I'll be, I'll be more inclined to look for them. Right. Yeah. That's so your point. tips are, your tips are valuable to people that want to use this tool, this podcast guesting tool to grow their business. Yes. Yeah. Well, and aside from podcast guesting, you know, just being in front of other people's audiences, like, um, you know, do they have a Facebook group where they have guest experts? Do they have a, you know, yes. a mastermind where you can go in and support their audience? And usually there's some rules or guidelines that the host might have, the business owner might have around that as far as can you pitch something? Are they paying you? Is this, you know, right? It just depends. But yeah, just mm -hmm. get in front of other people's audiences. Whether you're a podcaster or not, that is such a great way to grow a business. Yeah, I love it. So what's on deck for you for the rest of this year? So I am currently hosting a 10 week, the day we're recording this is the first day of this. <laughs> Attend at least 10 week solo podcast series where I'm talking about starting a podcast and how to do that oh, and, awesome. and, and revising or updating the podcast that you have. And I'm doing, I'm trying something new and I am hosting some Q and a sessions that align with the topics for the episode. So each week is a different topic. And then I'm inviting people onto a Q and a call. I'm doing it at least through September 22nd. I'm not sure when this goes live, but you know, if it it'll goes be, it'll well, probably be, it'll be before then it'll be. Before okay. Then. Yeah. yeah so be, there's recordings. Sure is, yeah. So everybody can binge the recordings if they want to. So I'm, I'm testing that out to see how it goes because I'm just looking for ways to support again, the newer business owners, the people yeah. who don't have the big teams who are trying to DIY their podcasts and, and help support them to figure out exactly, exactly what to do. So yeah, I'm That's excited awesome. about that. That's awesome. So tell us more about how to get started. What did you call your, the gift that you have for everybody here? Oh, that, that is you, the, that the podcast. You, yeah, right. that's the hosting guide. So how okay. to host your, how to host a podcast, how to, mm -hmm. the, some of the things that you need to consider, like where are you recording? What kind of microphone are you using? How are you going to decide if you're doing solo episodes or guest episodes and the importance of having solo episodes? I love that you do every other one as a solo episode because 
I know a lot of people feel like the guest episodes are easier because the content is coming from the guest rather than you having to create your, you know, the, the whole thing they yourself, are, by the way, 100% yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah, they I are. I agree. Yeah. And at the same time, the solo episodes are so important because yeah. it gets you up on your own stage, which you deserve to be I, able to be up on yeah. your own stage. So I really thought, I really thought that it was going to like one or the other was going to stand out and I'd say, okay, I need to do more solo shows, but it's pretty even for my, for my show for downloads. I really thought one or the other would stand out, but I do, I do agree with you completely because sometimes I will skip guest shows on people's podcasts that I love mm-hmm. more, more quickly than I will skip solo shows because I've been yes. following them because I love their content. I love their content. I do trust their choice and guests for the most part. And I want to hear about their guests, but I, you know, there are definitely people that I will not miss any of their solo shows and I'll be picky, more picky about their guest shows. Yeah, I, I agree. It depends on the topic. I mean, if it's a topic that I need right now, then I'll go ahead and listen, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it totally yeah. depends. So, and it also includes the guide also includes, you know, what should you be providing with your guests? How do you do an interview? You know, how do you have a guest on your podcast? And it's all about doing the research ahead of time, knowing, having some questions in case mm-hmm. there's any like, you know, weird static, <laughs> staticy time where right. you're floundering right. with what you're supposed to say or ask, or if the conversation is difficult. And then, you know, what should you provide with them afterwards so that they can do their end of the promotion too? So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So we'll put a link to get that in the show notes. And is there anything else you want to leave everybody here with today? No, I just, you know, podcasting is such a great tool to get yourself out there. And whether you are a host with your own podcast or you're a guest, it gets your voice out there in a way that you just can't do. Uh, you know, on social media or on a blog. And, you know, it's just, it's so easy to, so easy for us listeners to consume. So I highly recommend getting yourself out there on podcasts. Awesome. Awesome. And focusing on the relationships for the podcast host is really the way, the best way to do that. So, you know, tying that right back around to LinkedIn and relationship marketing. Yes. All right, cool. So Abby, thank you so much for being here. This was great. I've got some tips for my show. I'm going to download your thing because I'm always open to learning new things. And, and honestly, I do want to systematize it because, and I will say this, I pretty much right now in my business, I do this, I record it. And then I, from that point, other people do it. And it took me a while to get there. And every now and then it doesn't happen. Like, I'm like, I got to get this done. Or I want to get, like, I want to slide in a show like you did about that other one. Sometimes I want to slide in a show and it is a lot. It's too much work to half-ass. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so I would say if you're struggling with this, you definitely want to reach out to Abby and find out what it would be like to get some support because it is definitely not something I want to be doing. I mean, I know what I'm good at and it is not editing my podcast. (laughs) That is not my strength, you know, so it's not serving anybody for me doing that. So thanks for doing what you do, Abby. Yes. Thank you. Well, I hope that you love Abby as much as I love Abby. I hope that you take advantage of all the things we talked about here today. Check her out, connect on social media, follow the work that she's doing. It's such important work and so valuable to those of us that are in the trenches trying to get our podcasts out and trying to get our content out on a regular basis. So thank you, Abby, for all that you do. You know, if you want to meet people like Abby and lots of other people, let's chat. I mean, I mentioned to you that at She's Linked Up, our goal is to create more wealthy women of influence. If that is something that you want in your life and you want to hang out with incredible people like Abby, then let's talk. KarenYankovich.com slash call gets you to our calendar. 
And on these calls, you know, listen, if we think it's a fit, we're going to tell you what it looks like to work with us, but mostly we're going to spend some time really just talking a little bit about what's working in your business, maybe a little bit about what's not working. And if we think that there's something, you know, we can share with you to help you get there, we're going to tell you what that looks like. And if we think that it's a fit that we think we 100% can support you and get you to the goals, the big goals that you have in your business, we'll tell you what that looks like. But either way, it's a really, really valuable call. And it's really one of my favorite things to do in my week is to have these calls with, with people like you. So KarenYankovich.com slash call gets you to that calendar. You'll, you'll get to the, you get to pick a time. And then once you choose your time, you'll get brought to a short application process. And, um, if you're still feeling like it's a good fit, fill out the application and, then wait for us to call you on the appointed time and we'll uh, have that really, really valuable chat. Remember, let's lift each other up here. Help me help you share this podcast, tag me, tag Abby, take a quick screenshot of it so that when you share it, people can make, make sure that they know that they're in the right place. Use the link karenyankovich.com slash 209 in it so that you can send people to it. It is the best way to help us. And the more visibility we get to this podcast and the more visibility Abby and I get, the more we can help you, right? And we will share this with our audiences and, you know, that's hundreds of thousands of followers probably. So take a quick screenshot, share it on your social, tag me and Abby, and we will share it with our audiences. And I will be back here next week with another episode. Have a great week, everyone. 